0: Lotus FM News with Suresh and Pillay.
1: Six o'clock. Good morning. The protest against the outsourcing of workers at the University of Johannesburg has ended for now. However, the cleaning staff and the students who had been striking for three weeks say they will not hesitate to strike again if their issues are not fully resolved as agreed. Yesterday, management reached an agreement with the protesters. The workers are set to get back to work on Monday. The university has also promised to uplift the suspensions of the affected students. UJSRC Secretary General, Mangali Somkanta.
2: The strike is not over. We are suspending the struggle. We are going back to our books, we are going back to our jobs as workers, but if we continue to be... Unsatisfied. If we continue to experience injustices in this university, we will take it to the streets again. So yes, for now we have suspended this, but till such a time as where we see that the level of injustices continues, we will come back to the streets to again make our voice be heard. If we are not heard by the boardrooms,
1: the SABC board has suspended the broadcaster's group CEO, Franz Matlala, pending investigation. Matlala was appointed only four months ago. SABC management says it will not comment further on the matter until all processes are finalized. The Corporation's head of News and Current Affairs, Jimmy Matthews, will be acting group CEO during this time. Matlala previously held a number of senior executive positions at places such as Standard Bank, African Life South Africa, First National Bank and South African breweries. The latest move comes at a time when the SABC's chief operating officer, Shladi is on leave pending a disciplinary inquiry. The United Nations mission in the DRC says at least 14 women were raped by Congolese soldiers during a single incident in September. The UN says this is the largest occurrence of sexual violence by Congolese soldiers reported this year. The BBC's more Jillian reports.
0: A preliminary investigation report suggests the violence happened during army operations against a militia active in South Kivu in the east of the country. The area has become sadly notorious for high rates of sexual assault, committed by both armed groups and government soldiers. The communications minister told the BBC that facts had yet to be established regarding this specific incident, and that he could not comment before there had been a trial. He said that in general, army gains against local militia groups in East Eastern Congo meant that reported cases of sexual violence were declining.
1: And finally, Nairobi's population of 4 million is expected to swell by about 20% next week when Pope Francis visits Kenya. With well, just a week before the historic visit, the Kenyan government and the Catholic Church are working around the clock to ensure the papal visit is a success. The Kenyan government says security will be heightened in and around the capital Nairobi. Kenya, which has suffered several terror attacks in the last few years, is the Pope's first stop on his maiden African tour. He will then move to Uganda and finish in the Central African Republic. Sarah Kimani spoke to Kenya's presidential spokesperson, Manoa Esipisu.
3: We have to take into recognition the fact that they are planning for an additional one million people gathering in Nairobi. Specifically, the Inspector General of Police says that the security agencies are ready to welcome the Pope. It's an important fact to state at this point, and the operation will typically be multi-agency. The Kenya Police Service, the Kenya Prisons, the National Youth Service are among the agencies mobilizing for the event. Uh, Tentatively, the Inspector General says some 10,000 police officers will be deployed uh, during that visit.
1: Top story at six o'clock. The protest against the outsourcing of workers at the University of Johannesburg has ended for now. For Lotus News, I'm Sarishan Pere. Matthew's up next.